Whatever crushes individuality is despotism, no matter what name it is called. John Stuart Mill This is Citadelium, episode 4, and I'm your host, Yuri Degaya. Today I want to talk about spirituality, and if you belong to an organized religion or of an atheist uh, inclination, then I would suggest that uh, you skip this episode, or if you're really interested, you can listen to this episode, at least uh, the finishing part of it, which concerns citadels and how I tie this uh, notion of spirituality versus materialism to capitalism and communism. What I'm going to talk about uh, are basic concepts, which I picked up not just in spiritual literature, but also in uh, various works on psychology, philosophy, and even business. First, I will cover materialism. So, as the word implies, materialism has to do with matter. And what is the thing that uh, allows you to interact with matter? Of course, this is your body. Your body and its senses. A lot of people think that materialism is just a a condition in which you are addicted to things, addicted to uh, different possessions in your life. However, I think this term is a little bit deeper than that. My understanding of materialism is that anytime anything has to do with your body and its bodily senses has to do with materialism. If you focus your attention on the things that you can feel or touch or see or smell. This has to do with matter and thus with materialism. Let me give you a few examples. The traditional example is very easy. If you care about things like uh, jewelry or you really love cars or you really really love some uh, Uh, gadgets and things and you have a house full of stuff that uh, you don't even use sometimes. This is the traditional term for materialism and uh, being materialistic. Again, these things are attached to your senses because uh, if you have a car you can have uh, a feeling, a sensation of being in the car. You can touch it, you can smell the Uh, leather in the car and when you accelerate in a Lamborghini you can definitely feel the rush of adrenaline in your heart which is also a materialistic feeling. But going deeper of course we have other feelings and other sensations in our body that can be caused by uh, different actions and even thoughts in our head. For example if you really love uh, sex and sexual relationships and you try to get as many as possible, you are a materialistic person. If you really like food and you like to enjoy different food in different countries or just uh, you like uh, to uh, try different dishes every time and the taste of food is more important to you than the nutrition of the food and the way that it simply serves as a source of energy for you, then you are materialistic. So, in essence, anything that has to do with uh, uh, 
sensations of your body is materialistic. Of course, we are stuck with our bodies until the moment we die, so there is no way to get rid of materialistic uh, uh, inclinations uh, completely. However, this is not the goal. When someone speaks about uh, leaving materialism behind, I think most of the time it means to actually learn and comprehend that materialism exists and what it actually is, and then to learn to deal with it in a more balanced way. As opposed to materialism, we also have spiritualism or spirituality, which has to do more with the inner world of the person rather than the outer world. The outer world is the world of matter, while the inner world is the world of spirit. You can describe this inner world in many different terms, and some people prefer to focus on the word consciousness, for example, but I like the word spirit because it describes uh, the condition that you can reach while you really study your inner world. If I had to give you an example of spirituality or a spiritual condition, the first thing that comes to mind, of course, is prayer or meditation. But it doesn't always have to be a proactive way, a way of uh, seeking connection with your spiritual world. Sometimes it just happens naturally. You find yourself in a state of uh, spirituality when, uh, for example, you are with uh, your family, with your kids and wife, and you're playing with them and you just feel in the moment and nothing else exists. You forget about your work, you forget about all the problems that you have outside, and just looking in the eyes of your children makes you really be in that moment, be completely present. This is a state of spirituality as well. The reason for that is because when you are in the present moment, when you are in the now, matter literally stops mattering to you because you dive deeper into the spiritual world, in the world of uh, infinite possibility, in the world where you feel this sense of love. And by love, of course, I don't mean the romantic type of love or familial love or love of friendship. What I mean here is much deeper than that. By love, I mean this state of uh, universal love, state of bliss, the state that you can achieve when you are in the present moment and when you really feel that time itself stops and you are nowhere and everywhere at the same time. What I'm giving you here is a very brief rundown of the topic because countless and countless volumes have been written on the topic of spirituality and materialism. The reason why I'm talking to you about this is to show you what the actual goal with these two is. And the goal, in my opinion, is throughout your life to reach a state of spirituality, is to go from matter to spirit. As we are born, we are born in our physical bodies, and as a baby we don't really understand uh, where we are and why we are. So. We start, uh, from the very first days, we start learning about the senses. We start touching things, we start seeing things. We are really uh, in the state of bliss at that time because we have no ego, we have no memories, we have nothing really to uh, care about yet except for this uh, uh, ever-present love that we receive from our parents and that we give them back. And as we grow, 
we get more and more material because we simply have to learn how to operate in this uh, material world. We have to learn to walk, we have to learn to eat, and we have to learn to run and to play. But then there comes a time when we become a fully developed human being, an adult. At this time we are fully immersed in matter and we know how to operate in this 3D world. And in my opinion, at this time, this is when you need to start looking more into the spiritual direction. This is when the fall from matter will have to be reversed and you will have to go back to spirit. And that's why in some literature, the fall of man actually means the fall into matter, fall into generation. Whereas the second birth is associated with the birth of the spirit during your material lifetime. So this is the goal that you have to achieve during your life, is to awaken your spirit again. Unfortunately, not a lot of people do it these days. A lot of people are so immersed in the material ways of life that they never figure out that there is a bigger, more important world out there, the world of the inner self. Uh, there are people who are awakened to this uh, inner world by some kind of an event in their life. Usually it is connected to a stressful or a traumatic event in their life, such as a death of a loved one or a, some kind of an accident. Yet other people achieve this state of awakening by constant learning. They vie for knowledge and work day and night to learn more about the state of inner self. The reason for there not being so many people who achieve uh, spiritual awakening is simply uneven distribution. People are not equal, as we all know, and uh, a lot of people are simply not uh, ready yet for spiritual awakening on pretty much a genetic level. And of course, in very rare cases, there are individuals who achieve such a high level of spirituality, of spiritual consciousness, that they almost possess superpowers. This type of consciousness is often referred to as Buddha consciousness or Christ consciousness. So if our goal is to move from matter to spirit, how do we actually do it? In my opinion, the best way to do that, just like in many other disciplines, is via negativa. The negative way popularized by Nassim Taleb in his books. What do I mean by that? Well, compared to via positiva, via negativa means that instead of uh, adding stuff to your life, you have to remove stuff from your life to make your life better. For example, a materialist would keep buying more and more stuff to think that that stuff will make him happy. A spiritual person, on the other hand, will remove stuff from his life because he knows that uh, that stuff actually enslaves him and makes him unhappy. So instead of buying more of that, he removes it completely. An extreme case of that would be to start living the life of an ascetic, to go into the cave and leave all your possessions behind. This is of course not what I advocate. What I advocate for is more of a life of balance. Because we live in the real world and the world has developed uh, a lot in the recent uh, centuries. And of course, 
a lot of us want to still be integrated in society and uh, see our family, our friends, interact with the world itself. So a balanced approach is more desirable. One last thing that I want to mention here is how matter impacts your creativity. Matter does impact your creativity because matter is limited. What do I mean by limited? Well, matter is limited because it can be measured. You can measure a thing's length and width. You can also measure its density, for example. Our own bodies, of course, are limited too because they are made of matter. Now, what do these limitations have to do with creativity? I believe that it is precisely limits and limitations that give birth to creativity. Here is an example from music. Drummer Mike Portnoy, who played for the famous uh, rock band Dream Theater, said that uh, he felt really liberated when he was invited into uh, the band called Avenged Sevenfold to record for their album. and. Uh, when he didn't have access to his uh, regular studio kit. And if you know anything about uh, Mike Portnoy, is that he has uh, a drum kit that is so huge that it takes quite a lot of room. It has uh, very, very many pieces. It has uh, uh, all kinds of uh, cymbals. It has uh, three uh, bass uh, drums. It's just an, a monster kit and, uh, you know, for his type of skill, it's, uh, it's really cool because he can play really cool stuff. But when he was invited to play for Avenged Sevenfold, all they had was a pretty standard drum kit that you see in uh, music stores. So uh, when uh, he decided to accept the invitation, he really loved it because uh, he expressed his gratitude for this opportunity as he had this limited uh, tool set to play with and he said that it gave birth to much more creativity. He really enjoyed the process of creating music on a limited set of drums. The reason why I'm talking about the limits of matter is because scarcity itself is just a manifestation of the finiteness of matter. And matter itself may be infinite in the grand scheme of things of the space out there, but uh, locally, of course, things are quite limited. And scarcity, as we all know, is the main principle of economics, which leads us to the comparison of two economic systems, the parasitic communism and the creative capitalism. As you remember, there are two types of people people who want to take your stuff and people who don't want to take your stuff. So the communists are the former. Communism is pure materialism. You can easily see it in things like they fight religion and spirituality in many countries. You can see that from the example of uh, the Soviet Russia and China and other socialist and communist countries out there. A lot of socialist and social democratic countries, which is just a, a weaker version of communism, also promote things like uh, degeneracy. They have uh, uh, promoted uh, pornography, uh, food addiction, drug addiction and sex in the past and they still do it now. Obviously all these things are material because they have to do with bodily sensations. 
But most importantly, communists claim ownership of your body. Why is this so important? Well, if you don't own your body and someone else owns it, you are extremely limited in your creativity and your choice of action. You simply have no freedom. Capitalism, on the other hand, is the other way around. Capitalism in its pure form is spirituality itself. How do we get things in the material world? Well, first of all, they appear here in your mind. And then you use your body, which is your main tool, to bring the idea from your mind, from that inner world, into this world of matter. For that, you just need your body, which is the tool, and some skills that you develop using your tool. This is the ultimate art of creation. And you can only create if you are free to do so. In a capitalistic system, men have an opportunity to fully immerse themselves in their inner world and bring the best ideas from their inner world into the world of matter. And the system of competition helps them with that because if they do it successfully, they get rewarded for their work. Even a successful artist, such as a painter or a sculptor, is essentially a capitalist, because if he becomes successful and if he produces a work of art that is admired by everybody, he will surely be rewarded for that, not just with attention, but with also money and fame. If in communism everything is for the taking, everything I mean is things that already exist, in capitalism, anything is for creation. Anything, I mean, things that don't exist yet and that can exist by way of creation. This is why capitalism is a system of abundance, of creation and of ingenuity. And here is what I'm trying to say here. If our goal through our lives is to move from matter to spirit, then it makes sense that we have to move from communism or socialism to a more capitalistic way of thinking because capitalism promotes creation, promotes abundance and promotes the bettering of the world around us. Simple as that. The world of citadels that we want to create is a capitalistic world. It is the world of infinite creation and it is the world of spirit. I hope you enjoyed this episode, thank you for tuning in and until next time.